it's time for a new episode of TMG. Hi, everybody. Welcome to TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. I enjoy discovering and sharing real-life moments of inspiration from everyday people. And this show is about finding moments of inspiration for our everyday lives. And look, and if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of TMG. I'm your host, Travis Patton Sr. Hey, guys, real quick, do me a favor. Don't forget to visit our YouTube page. That's Tell Me Something Good with the capital T. There it is, right there on the screen. And as always, I want to give a huge shout out to my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my lovely wife, Nicole. Hey, girl, how you doing? I know you're watching. I know you're listening. Guys, listen, in a very short time, this show has really taken off. And it's being heard in places all around the globe. Yeah, it's being heard, guys, in the places like in Egypt and Thailand and Switzerland. Of course, the UK and Canada, Vietnam. Guys, I'm so glad wherever you are around the world listening to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And maybe this is your first time tuning in. Your very first time. Hearing my voice, let me take this time, take a moment to tell you thank you. I'm so glad you decided to join the show tonight. And you said, Travis, hold on, man. I've been rocking with you ever since you started. And I'm down with you, man. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Wherever you are, thank you for tuning in to TMG. Guys, listen, everybody knows that this show is all about finding ways to be motivated and finding ways how to be inspired in uh, our everyday life, uh, like with you and with everyday people, like with you and with me. So if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share and come on the show, let us know, guys. All you got to do is drop us an email. That's T-E-L-L, me something, 21 at gmail.com. Again, that's T-E-L-L, me something, 21, at gmail.com. And you may say, well, Travis, listen, man, I'm a little camera shy. I don't want to come on the show, but I know someone who has a great story. Guys, send us their email. Send us their information to our email, T-E-L-L, me something, 21, at gmail.com. Guys, I'm excited about tonight's episode this is going to be a really great episode thank you everybody for coming in thank you for joining thank you for streaming wherever you are uh if you're on facebook youtube uh doesn't matter if you are on linkedin or twitch thank you for tuning in to tmg guys listen you know we have a few Really great affiliate sponsors here at TMG. And I want you guys to do me a favor, please. I want you to visit our affiliate sponsors. The special link 
for our sponsors will be in the chat, guys. Please visit our sponsors and support them. Let them know. Man, I'm glad that you're supporting TMG. Guys, after I play the information from our affiliate sponsors, I'm going to come back. I'm going to dive into this. And you're going to be glad you stayed around for this one, guys. Here we go. Walmart is a proud associate sponsor of TMG Tell Me Something Good podcast. Please use the special link, bit.ly forward slash tell me something good and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. Fanatics is the place to go for all of your officially licensed sports gear from your favorite sports and sports teams. Use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something 21 and pay a visit to our sponsor today. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. And by Mint Mobile. Sign up and find the cellular plan that's right for you. Use the special link bit.ly forward slash tell me something mint and visit our sponsor. Remember, I may earn a commission when you buy through this link. There it is, guys. Those are our affiliate sponsors, but I left one off. We have our newest affiliate sponsor here with TMG, Tell Me Something Good Podcast. And I want to go ahead and do that right now, guys. Welcome. Please help me welcome our newest affiliate sponsor here at TMG, Tell Me Something Good Podcast, is Amazon. That's right, guys. Amazon, the world's largest retail online retail store, is now an affiliate sponsor with TMG, Tell Me Something Good Podcast. Guys, listen, the special link is bit.ly forward slash tell me something A-M-Z-N. That's bit.ly forward slash tell me something A-M-Z-N. And we are excited to have Amazon to be a part of the show and be a part of the affiliate sponsors here at TMG. Tell me something good podcast. Guys, tonight's episode is going to be absolutely amazing. If you did not get a chance to catch tonight's title, tonight's episode topic of what we're going to talk about tonight's episode, guys, is entitled Sweep Under the Rug. Yeah, tonight's episode is entitled, guys, Sweep Under the Rug. Yeah, yeah, Sweep Under the rug and i know you may be wondering where in the world are we going with this and where is travis going to take this one guys you gotta sit back and buckle up because here we go so the way i got the topic for this show i kid you not i get my topics from some of the strangest places uh i can be watching television I'll get my topic. Okay, I mean, someone can say something, and I can get a topic. But as but this topic came up. I was thinking about. I think I was sweeping the floor at home, and the the title, and it kind of hit me 
while I was sweeping the floor. And I said, you know what? That is a great topic for a show. Uh, so sweep the floor, sweep under the rug. And that's how I got it. So, guys, uh, I don't know about you. I don't know. I grew up in a household where we all had chores. We all had things that we had to do. There was never someone in that house who did not have chores. If you grew up in this house, I grew up in a time, in a period, in an age where there were chores. You just didn't get a chance to uh, wake up and go play or go or go hang out with your friends. There were always chores that had to be done. There was always something. And for me, for as long as I can remember, my grandmother had my sisters and I who lived with her and our cousin. For as long as I can remember, all of us had chores. We were doing chores, whatever it was, washing windows, washing dishes. If you lived in that household, there were chores that you had to do. There was no, uh, I don't feel like it. You didn't get a chance to guess at it. You didn't get a chance to say that wasn't mine. You didn't get a chance to do any of that. You had chores. Uh, so for as long as I can remember, there were chores that had to be done. Uh, they had to be. Um, and they varied. The choice varied. They weren't always the same thing. Uh, everybody had their assignments, and age didn't really matter. I don't care how you were. Uh, if you were able to hold a broom in your hand or hold a dustpan or vacuum or a dust mop or whatever it was, you had a chore. Didn't matter the age. So age really didn't make a difference. You didn't have a chore because you were the oldest. You had a chore because you lived in the house. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. And age didn't matter because we were expected to do our part around the house. Now, we weren't asked. No, yeah, I kid you not. We did not grow up um, in a time period where you had an opportunity to ask whether or not you wanted to do the chore. We didn't grow up in a time period where you had say so and say, hey, I don't want to do that. I'm not feeling that right now. Uh, yeah, we didn't grow up in that time period, and we didn't grow up in a time period where we could ask whether or not we wanted to do a chore. We weren't asked if we felt like it. We weren't given a vote, and we certainly didn't have a say-so in the decision. The decision was already made for us. As a matter of fact, if you were eating in the house, that was an understood assignment that you decided that you would do a chore. <laughs> If you slept in the house, the understanding is you knew there was going to be a chore. There was something you're going to have to do to pay for that sleep, that bed you slept in, and for that food that you're eating. Is there anybody listening, anybody watching that knows what I'm talking about, right? If you lived in that house, there were some chores that you were going to do. Who, who's listening, watching? Yeah, go ahead and do me a favor real quick, guys. Put it in chat, one of the chores or some of the chores that you had to do when you were growing up. Go ahead. Just start typing it 
right now intact, cutting the grass or dusting, doing the windows, taking the trash out. I want you to put in chat one of the chores or some of the chores that you had to do while you was growing up. Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to see if they match some of the stuff I had to do. <laughs> Go ahead and just gonna put that in chat. So we all, everybody had their assignments. Age didn't matter. None of that stuff mattered. If you lived in the house, you had something to do. The only thing we might be able to do is swap chores or swap assignments, right? Did you ever swap assignments? I did. I used to swap my chore. I didn't have a whole lot to do, but I would try to swap my chores. My sisters would swap their chores between each other. So the only thing we possibly could do is swap assignments or swap our chores. But even that was a rarity because once our grandmother assigned us a chore or assigned us an assignment, that was what we were expected to do. Yeah, it was. That was what we were expected to do. If she says, hey, this is what you're going to do, then that's what you had to do. Wasn't a whole lot of swapping in or swapping out of chores. Not a whole lot. Once, once the assignment, once the decision had been made for us, so to speak, it pretty much, it was what it was. Uh, so that pretty much was a rarity. So whatever your assignment was, you were expected to do it. Uh, it taught us a lot of good things, though. Uh, and right back then, I couldn't understand the value of doing a chore. Then I couldn't understand the value of, of the values that she were trying to teach us. I, I didn't understand all the little nuances. You know what I'm saying? They say hindsight is 2020. Well, in this case, it probably is true because I couldn't understand all the things that was trying to be taught at that time. Um, so it taught us such things like uh, accountability, uh, hard work, and things like responsibility. Now, I know, I get it. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not downplaying anybody or, or bad-mouthing anybody. I know some way, in some ways, the word, these words like accountability and hard work and responsibility, I get it. Those words, uh, in some ways, can seem foreign and even unusual to hear now. However, we all had assignments. My sisters did. I did. We all had stuff that we had to do. Every one of us. Each, each one of us. No matter. And it taught us things like accountability, hard work, responsibility. I know those words can seem strange. But we all had assignments. We all had things that we were responsible. We had things we were responsible for. So there were things each of us had to get done. One of us may have had to clean the bathrooms. Uh, somebody had to vacuum. While others, another person's job was to clean the kitchen. Now, my job, my job, my chores, the things that I had to do, uh, the things that I was responsible for, guys, uh, I was responsible for cleaning my room and sweeping the floors. Yeah, uh, my job, my whole responsibility was cleaning my room and sweeping the floors. That's what I had to do. So anytime my room had to be clean or the floors had to be swept, they would come look to me. I get it. That's my responsibility. Cleaning my room and sweeping my floor. I've probably, 
uh, man, I kid you not. Uh, I'm 54 now. 54. I pr- I'm, I'm sure I've probably been sweeping since I was big enough to hold a broom in my hands. Even now, my wife, when I'm sweeping, my wife says, man, you can sweep a floor really, really good. <laughs> she does. She says, I don't know how in the world you can sweep that well. I've been sweeping for quite some time. <laughs> that, that's my secret. I've been sweeping for quite some time now, Nicole. <laughs> and I, so I've, I've been probably sweeping ever since I was big enough to hold a broom in my hands. What are some things that you've been doing, some chores that you've been doing for quite a time, right? So I've been kind of doing this ever since, guys, I could hold a broom in my hands. And and even though we had a working vacuum cleaner, so it wasn't like we didn't have a vacuum cleaner, guys. We had a vacuum cleaner. It worked. We had a, listen, we had a working vacuum, okay? It was working. I know it was working. So even though we had a working vacuum cleaner, there were times I still had to grab the broom and and sweep. Now, I'm thinking, Big Mama, we got a vacuum cleaner. Why are you telling me to sweep when I can just get the vacuum and take care of everything? I can just cut my time in half if I just grab the vacuum. I won't be at this at this long if I just grab the vacuum. I won't be in here this long if I just grab the vacuum cleaner. And I often wondered why at times she would say, go get the vacuum. I'm thinking, well, she would say, go get the broom. And I'm like, now I look in the corner and there's the vacuum cleaner sitting in the corner. Why should I go grab a broom and this perfectly fine working piece of machinery is sitting right here? By the time I go get the broom, I could have plugged up the vacuum cleaner and been done. But there were times I still had to grab a broom and sweep. Isn't it funny, though, how life can be the same way? It can. Life can be the same way. Technology has made some things easier. Technology has made some things more accessible. But everything does not come automatically. Yeah, yeah. I know we live in a digital age, a digital world. We can push one button and we can be halfway across the world. Push another button and we can answer a phone call from someone in Asia or from someone in North America or someone in Europe. But everything does not come automatically. And I get it, guys. I get it. 
We're in a time where we have artificial intelligence now being used more and more. We have technology and computers. We have mega data centers that download terabytes of information at time. And here it is. I got to go grab the broom. Everything does not come automatically. I get it. There isn't always an easy way to things. And, and a lot of times we have to stop looking for the easy way to things. And I understand if we don't do it the easy way, it consumes more of our time. It consumes most of our efforts. But some things will require more effort than we are willing to put into it. We can't, listen, it's like we want a vacuum cleaner experience at the expense of the broom. We want a hurry up answer, but we do not want the effort that's required to put into it. We want a magic answer. We want to rub a magic lamp and all the answers come over to us. But the truth is, everything does not come automatically. Everything doesn't come easy, guys. Technology has made things easier and more accessible, but everything doesn't come easy. Listen, I learned something, though. I learned something by sweeping. I did. I learned something, guys, by sweeping taught me a lot of life lessons and i now i had a lot of aha moments when i look back at it because i did learn quite a few things guys from sweeping i learned something by sweeping those floors i would sweep underneath tables and underneath chairs i would sweep around the tv i learned that we cannot clean what we will not confront. Yeah, we cannot clean what we will not confront. I had to sweep under chairs and under tables. I had to sweep around obstacles and sweep around things that were too big for me to move. But I learned that out of everything I was doing that we cannot clean what we will not confront. Yeah, we had to confront it. Sweeping teaches us how to handle the dirt. Yeah, let me let me let me slow down a little bit cuz I'm getting really excited. Thank you everybody for joining in. Thank you everybody for being here. But sweeping teaches us how to handle the dirt. Yeah, teaches us how to handle the dirt. That's what sweeping did. It teaches us how to handle the dirt. The dirt people throw on us. It teaches us how to handle the dirt. The dirt people threw on you. You had to listen. And you had no say so over it. Yeah, the dirt that we remind ourselves over. The dirt we wanted to forget. Each time we look around, there it is 
staring right back at us. So sweeping taught us how to handle the dirt. I don't know what someone may have been saying about you or may be presently saying about you, but sweeping teaches us how to handle the dirt, all the negative things that we believe about ourselves or the dirty things that we don't think we're clean enough, we don't think we're good enough, all the things that we think about ourselves and we don't think we think we're inadequate on this hand and inadequate on this side because we're not tall as someone. Our hair doesn't look like someone. We don't dress like them. We're not from where they are. It teaches us how to handle the dirt. Each time I had to sweep, I was confronted with the dirt. Each time I had to sweep, I was confronted with the dirt. I was confronted with something. Every time I grabbed that broom, I was confronted with the dirt. Each time I said, it's my time to do my chores, I was confronted with something. Yeah, each time I was confronted with something. Every time I was sweep, I was confronted. Each time I got up to do what I was supposed to do, I was confronted. Each time. Each time I got prepared, I could look around and see the dirt. I was confronted. Maybe, just maybe, this is where someone is right now. Each time you prepare yourself to get up, you get confronted by something else. Each time you tell yourself, this is the moment you get confronted. We get confronted by emotions, confronted by our memories, confronted but what did it go right? And it's just like sweeping the floor. Each time I grabbed the broom, I wasn't just sweeping. I was in confrontation. Yeah, just like sweeping. Each time I grabbed the broom, I wasn't just cleaning. I was in confrontation. In other words, if we're going to sweep, if we're going to sweep it, we also must confront it. Yeah, let me let me just repeat that one more time. If we are going to sweep it, then we must confront it. You can't sweep what you will not confront. You can't clean what you will not confront in order to sweep it. We got to be honest and confront it. Sometimes sweeping it means confronting something you don't want to confront. Sometimes it may mean confronting a family 
secret. Sometimes it may mean confronting what you said you would never tell somebody. It may mean confronting what you said you would take to your grave. It may mean confronting something that you said, I just can't tell anybody that this happened to me. It's too embarrassing. It may mean confronting something that you know you need to address about your character. You can't clean what you can't confront. I know, I know. And there is something that we all want to sweep. There is something we all know that we want to address. There is something that we all know. There is something that we need to confront. There is something that we all know. There is something that we need to take head on. And sweep it. Yeah, we, we all know that there's something that we need to sweep. There is something that needs to be swept. We all know that. Have you guys, have you ever, and I, I'm going to ask this question. Thank you, everybody, for coming on in. Thank you for joining. Thank you, everybody around the world, for listening to the show today. Uh, guys, let me ask you a question. And this is for everybody who's ever swept before, who ever had to get a broom in their hand and had to sweep. Okay, so have you ever swept a floor and there was one pile and when you did, there was one pile to the side somewhere? You know, have you swept a floor and there was one pile to one side and then another pile to the other side of the floor kind of kind of like this you sweeping and there's a pile to one side of the floor and then on the other side of the floor there is also another pile and has anybody have you ever swept before and when when you swept uh, there was one pile, one place, and another pile, another place. Listen, uh, <laughs> that made me that made me think of something about my grandmother when she was teaching me how to sweep. I, I'm not kidding. There would be times my grandmother was was sweet, right? That she was sweet, and she would have all these piles that I had to get up. I'm not kidding, man. She would be sweeping the floor. And there would be all of these piles, these little piles and these piles of various uh, different size piles that she want me to get up. Now, she has swept all these piles. And it's a pile over here. It's a pile there. It's a pile there. And she would have all these piles of stuff that I had to get up. And just when I thought I was done, she would show me another pile. Just when I said, oh, man, good, I'm finished. I could throw it. I'll be done with this, and I could move on. She would point out another pile in the back of the room. Just when we thought we could move on, there would be another pile. If we turn to one network on the television, 
there is a pile. If we turn to the news on another network, they will be reporting another pile. There are people who are grieving, and that's a pile. There are people who are trying to figure out how they're going to feed their families, and that's a pile. One person claims to have all the answers, and another group says they have all the solutions. That's another pile. And we get spread out so thin, trying to keep up with all the piles, and we meet people who are angry and who are bitter and people who are hurting because they are spread out so thin that they can't keep up with all the piles. They're not upset with you. Don't take it personal. Yeah, they're not upset with you. Don't take it personal. They can't help it because sometimes there's nothing more frustrating. There's nothing more frustrating than finding yourself going from pile to pile. I remember my grandmother would have all of these different piles in the room. And just when I thought I could move on, she would point out to the pile in the back of the room. Just when I thought I could go back outside and play and get on with my life, she would point to a pile in a different corner. So if we meet somebody and they feel in some kind of way, it's not their fault. Don't take it personal. They're spread so thin, trying to keep up with all the piles. Some of us have been spread out so thin. One news network says this. One says that. One says this is the solution. Some people says that's a solution. And we're going in between the piles and we're spread so thin that it's hard to keep up with what the piles are. It's hard to keep up. And we're spread so thin, we're spread thinner than peanut butter on bread. And so we meet people who are angry, upset, and they're emotional. Don't take it personal. A lot of times they can't help it. Sometimes there's nothing more frustrating than finding yourself going from pile to pile. Is there anyone that's listening that's been going from pile to pile? It feels like you're going from pile to pile. Who to vote for? Who not to vote for? Who to choose? What not to choose? What clothes to wear? What clothes not to wear? What job to choose? What job not to choose? What career to get? What career not to select? What's the best way to take care of your family? What was working before is not working now. And you're going from pile to pile. Finances aren't adding up. Money in the bank don't add up the way it used to. And you're going from pile to pile. 
trying to find a different way to make ends meet from pile to pile is that anyone in here that's listening whether you're in your car at home on your job or you're watching right now is that anyone that's listening that has felt like you've been going from pile to pile and listen i don't know what's been taking you from pile to pile right i don't know what's been taking you from pile to pile maybe some are going from one thought of low self-esteem to another. Maybe we're going from one thought of inadequacy to the next. Or maybe there was some unresolved grief. Or maybe it was just a change in lifestyle. Maybe your lifestyle has been changing sooner than expected. Maybe there's been sooner than expected and rapid changes. You knew there would be changes, but you did not know they were going to come like this. You knew there were going to be changes, but you did not know they would come so rapidly. And it's got you going from in between the piles. And we're going in between the piles. We're spread out so thin. I've never seen so many people that get angry so quickly. So many people that are frustrated so quickly. So many people that get insulted so quickly. So many people that are offended so quickly. Maybe the issue isn't what you think it is. Maybe. The issue isn't what you've been fighting about. Maybe the issue is you spread out so thin that you don't have enough to handle what you need to handle. Maybe the issue is we're just spread out too thin. And we can't even get along with people in our house own house. We can't get along with people on our street, on our blocks, in our communities, in our neighborhoods, down the street and around the corner because we're spread out so thin trying to believe everything from pile to pile. We're just in between the piles. And some have spent so much time going in between the piles that we have stopped being even able to distinguish one pile from another. I remember, man, when I would be getting up those piles that my grandmother had, it got to a point I couldn't even tell if one was a big pile, a medium-sized pile, or a small pile. All I know is I was moving in between the piles. I was going from one pile to the next. And just when I thought it was over, it seemed like there was another pile. I mean, some of us have spent so much time going in between the piles that we have stopped even being able to distinguish one pile from the other. We can't even tell if it's a large pile or a small pile. We can't even tell if it's a big issue or a little issue. 
we get upset about the little issues just as much as we do the big issues. We will fight you over the small things just as much we will fight you over the big things. We can't even tell if it's a good day or it's a bad day. You know it's tough. When you can't tell a good day from a bad day and we feel just as badly on our good days as we would on our bad days. Listen, times when you can't even celebrate the good things that happen to you. You can't even enjoy the happy moments around you because we're still stuck on the last pile. We can't even celebrate and be all in on the moment, on the good moment that we're in because our minds are still stuck. Our minds are stuck on the last pile. Our minds are still stuck on the last moment of disappointment. Our minds are still stuck on the last breakup the last deal that didn't go through, the last setback, the last heartache, the last breakdown, the last moment we lost it. The Listen, the loss, the last loss that we had. Let me, let me share this with you. The truth is many will remember something they lost more than recalling their next achievement. You know how it is. You can ask somebody, meet your friend or a coworker or a family member or meet somebody and say, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, girl, how you doing? So what's been new? How you been doing? God, what's new happening with you? What's something good that's been happening to you? Before they tell you what's good happening with you, the conversation kind of goes like this. Well, you know, last week my truck broke down and I had to go get a tire for it and I didn't have the money. So I had to overdraft my account and or or it'll go something like this. Yeah, I was trying to grow my crops and didn't work out, didn't have enough sunshine and, and rain. I tell you, or it rained too much or they get enough sun. They always will tell you the bad part before they tell you. And when they start doing they're like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. My my bad. Uh, I don't know if I even want to ask you how your family doing. You know, I mean, we, the truth is many will remember something they lost more than recalling their next achievement. You know, it's tough when we make excuses for the piles we have. Oh yeah, we do. Come on. Be, I, I need the honest people to type in chat. Have you ever made excuses for your piles? You know what I'm talking about? This is how it's always been. Well, we've all, our family has always done it this way. This is just what our culture does. This is just what our generation does. This is what we do. This is how we get down. Well, my dad did it like this and my mom did this way. So I, well, my dad went here. My dad did this. We our, My great uncle was like this. So. We always, and you know it's tough We make when we make excuses for the piles that we have. We try to reason 
through our toxicity. We try to make reasons to keep the negative things people have told us. We make reasons to keep the negative things that we believe about ourselves. We make reasons to keep poor attitudes. Well, if I be like this, won't nobody else hurt me. If I be like this, they won't nobody else get the best of me. If you be like that, you'll be like that by yourself. If I open up to somebody, then they might hurt me. That's the possibility. It's also a possibility they might not. We make excuses for our piles. Any honest people out there that can say, Travis, yeah, I made some excuses for my piles too. I've, I've made some excuses for my piles. Yeah, I, I, I'm like you guys. I've made some excuses for my piles, just like you. I have, I'm not gonna lie, I've made some excuses, guys, for my piles. I kid you not, I have. <clears throat> Reasons why I should stay the way I am. You know it's tough when all you can say is, well, at least this pile isn't as bad as the last pile I had. Well, at least my broken arm isn't as bad as my broken leg. At least my flat tire isn't as bad as me not having a truck. I mean, you know it's tough when we began to make excuses for our piles. So that's some of the things sweeping taught me. Sweeping... <clears throat> also taught me this. Sweeping also taught me that life has different processes and they don't all look the same and that no matter how much we would like to avoid them, we can. Yeah, there are just some processes, some things about life. I know we would like to avoid them, but we can't. We won't always feel the most confident about something. We won't always feel that way. We listen, we may not always feel the most sure of ourselves. But just like sweeping, we don't have to leave things on the floor. Yeah, we may not feel the most confident about everything. But just like sweeping, we don't have to leave anything on the floor. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I learned when I learned when I was learning to sweep, I learned to leave nothing on the floor. Yeah, I, I learned that if it falls to the floor, get it up. Listen, if our confidence falls, we don't have to leave it on the floor. If our self-esteem falls, we don't have to leave it on the floor. If our confidence and our hope and our dreams fall, we don't have to leave them 
on the floor. Listen, my grandmother taught me that when you're sweeping and you have to pick something up that fell on the floor, you have to grab a dustpan and bend and scoop. Listen, for what you are about to pick up, you're going to need some help with it. Yeah, for everything that you're trying to do in your life right now, you're going to need some help with it. You can't pick it up by yourself. Listen, for what you want to do, for everything, every goal that you got right now, you can't pick it up by yourself. For what you are about to pick up, you are going to need some help with it. It's too big to try to pick up on your own. It's too big to pick up all by yourself. It's too big just for you. We're going to have to share it with the community next door. We're going to have to share it from one culture to the next, from one generation to the next. I learned while I was sleep while I was sweeping that I was picking up. And guys, you got to get this. You have got to get this if you didn't get anything else. Uh, what we're trying to do is so large that we're going to have to share it from one community to the next, from one generation to the next, from one neighborhood to the next, from one culture to the next, from one ethnicity to the next. You want to know what sweeping taught me? You want to know what sweeping instilled inside of me? When I was sweeping, I learned that I was picking up what someone else left behind. Oh, yeah, get it. You're picking up what others left behind. Each idea and each technological investment that somebody else left behind, pick it up. Every idea that somebody said they did not want to put in the effort for, pick it up. Every good thing that somebody just left laying there because they did not want to put in the work, pick it up. Each idea and each technological advancement that somebody left laying on the floor, pick it up. Each new song that is written, each new movie that gets produced, pick it up what they left behind. Every new book that gets written, every business process and collaboration, pick up what they left behind because everything won't have a dollar value attached to it. Yeah, pick up what they left behind. They may have said, there is, listen, I'm going to tell you this. There are good ideas and there are businesses that have not come to fruition. There are businesses that we have not seen because somebody won't pick up what somebody else left behind. 
There are good ideas that are just laying on the floor because somebody has not picked up what somebody else left behind. If I was you and I am just like you, I have made up my mind that I'm going to pick up what they left behind, what my grandmother left on the floor. I'm picking it up. Everybody that was looking like me, I'm picking it up. What they said was too much work. What they said took too much time. What they said you was too old to do. What they said you was too young to accomplish. I'm picking up what they left behind. Each new thing. And guys, what you have to understand is this. I'm not just talking about finances. I'm not just talking about money that was left on the table. I'm not just talking about money. I'm not because everything won't have a dollar value attached to it. So I'm not just talking about money because everything won't carry a dollar value attached to it. It won't, everything, everything won't carry a dollar value attached to it. Everything won't be money. Some of the most valuable resources are good ideas. Some of the most valuable resources are healthy relationships. And right now, right now, companies can't, place a price tag on emotional intelligence. That's the ability to keep our emotions in check. Yeah, if you know how to keep your emotions in check, a lot of companies will hire a person who can act right as opposed to a person who can get the job done right because I can always train you how to do it right. But you have to got you have got to want to act right yourself. A lot of companies will hire people who are emotionally intelligent over somebody who can do a job skill. Listen, job skills can be taught. Emotional intelligence is a decision. It's a decision that's made. And keeping a good attitude. Listen, it does not mean we let others run over us. It does not mean that you become a doormat to people. It just means that we are picking up what someone else left behind. Is there anybody that made up their minds that I'm going to pick up what they left behind? Type it in chat. Put it, say it to yourself. Listen, everybody knows that I'm a big believer in positive confession. You should say this every time you get up, every time you go to work, every time you're faced with a difficult challenge, every time you're faced with the hardship, every time you feel like quitting, say, no, 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 I can't quit now because. The person before me quit. I can't quit now because so-and-so quit. I can't get 
give up now because the last person give up. I'm going to pick up what they left behind. You see, you see, guys, you see, some things when they fall to the floor because of its shape, you have to work with it in order to pick it up. You know how some things can be shaped so differently. Some things can be shaped so oddly that it's kind of difficult to pick it up. Yeah, we can't grab it like everything else. We have to squint with one eye and try to almost get on one leg and get down on our knees and some things because of the way they are shaped. Listen, we can't grab it like everything else, which means we cannot approach it like everything else. People, listen, let me just add this in here. People can't approach you like they approached everybody else. They can't talk. Listen, they can't treat you like they treated the last person because you are shaped differently than the last person they was with. You are shaped differently than the last person they went into contract with. They can't handle you the way they handled somebody else. You're shaped differently. Put it in chat. I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. So you can't handle it the way you would do something normal or usually would because the way it is shaped, because it's shaped so differently. This means some things will require an uncommon way of thinking and an uncommon approach. Yeah, some things will require an uncommon approach. You might have to work with it, but pick it up. Listen, it might take you three or four tries, but pick it up. Even if you don't feel confident at all ways, pick it up anyhow. If there are any, if there are others standing around and watching you, posting on social media about you, pick it up. Don't leave anything on the floor. What no one in your family picked up, pick it up. Don't leave it on the floor. What no one in your generation wants to pick it up, pick it up. Pick up something. Listen, what no one with your background wanted to pick up, pick it up. For everything, listen, for everything you were trying to pick up, you're going to need some help. All the confidence that fell to the floor over the years, all the hope and dreams that fell on the floor over the years, your desire, your self-esteem that fell over time. There might be some counseling that's needed. You might need to talk to someone. You might need to vent and let it out. But there's too much on the floor to leave it that way. Don't leave. And listen, don't let another day go by and all this stuff is laying on the floor. I can remember my grandmother would leave and go to work. 
But before she will walk out the door, she will look at us and say, I want all of this stuff off the floor before I get back. Listen, I don't know how much time has passed since we last decided to pick up what fell on the floor. I don't know how much time has passed, but I do know time is running out. Don't leave anything on the floor. I know, guys, we're getting ready to get out of here. We're getting ready to get out of here. Don't leave anything on the floor. I remember one time my grandma while sweeping, my grandma told me to get the dustpan. And I told her it was broken. So she looked around and there was this cardboard box next to us. And she tore a piece off the cardboard box and she used it as a dustpan. Listen, what I'm trying to say is this. You may not have all the formal training you hoped you would. You might not have all the support as someone else did. But look around you. You may have to use different resources than you might be accustomed to. You might have to use a different strategy to get the job done. But don't let the lack of a dustpan prevent you from picking up whatever it is you want to get up. She grabbed that piece of cardboard and she told me to bend and scoop. Listen, these are now our action words, guys. Yeah, these are our action words to us. Bend and scoop. If we want to pick up anything that has fallen, we've got to bend and scoop. If we want to pick up our dreams again, if we want to pick up our hope again, if we want to pick up our self-esteem again, we've got to bend and scoop. When I was learning to sweep, they taught me how to sweep around and under chairs. And even though some things were too large to move, you could still sweep around it. Here's something, guys, I learned. What's holding some of us back aren't the things that have fallen to the floor in front of us. It's not the things in life we learn to navigate or sweep around and avoid. It's not even the topics that are too heavy that sometimes we don't seem to be able to do anything about uh, topics like racism and gender identification and all the different political views. We've learned to sweep around these things, but it's the things, but the things that somehow the things that's really bothering us are the things that somehow, some way, and we don't know how, that somehow have fallen under the rug. The fact, in fact, it's not about what dropped on the floor in front of us that's bothering us, that's irritating us, that's causing all of these emotional outbursts that's causing all these emotional tirades, what's really causing us to be so short with another person, the next person is 
Something fell and we can't find it. Something fell and we can't locate it. It didn't fall in front of us. It fell under the rug. What really has been buggy us is what fell under the rug. My grandmother liked jewelry, and there were these two rings that she liked to wear the most. I did, I mean, I noticed one day that she only had one of them on. And when I asked her about it, um, she said she had lost it somewhere in the house. Didn't know where it was, just lost it. Favorite ring, she lost it somewhere in the house. She was frustrated by it. She was frustrated because she lost it. She was disappointed in herself that she lost it. Isn't that crazy? And she couldn't think of any place in the house where it might be. And so one day while doing my chores, my room and sweeping, so when I do my chores, I had to sweep. And while sweeping, I noticed that one corner of a rug in a room that I was sweeping seemed to have a little bump under it. I kept trying to sweep it and sweep it out, but the bump was still there. Have you ever tried to address something and you were doing all you knew to do and it was still there? It wouldn't go away? Is there anybody else other than myself to try that? So I lifted the corner of the rug. I did. So I lifted the corner of the rug and there was my grandmother's ring. How about that? I lifted the corner of the rug and there was my grandmother's ring. Just like that. See, then all that looking and there it was, that red ring. Right there. And, and, and so uh, what I did was this. I ran and took her the ring. Man, <clears throat> she was so happy. She was so excited. So I ran and I took her the ring. She looked at me with such excitement and thrill in her voice. And she asked me, hey, where did you get this from? Where did you find it? I told her it was under the rug. I don't know what you've been looking for in life, but maybe it's under the rug. Maybe the excitement about life that you lost is under the rug. The sensation of feeling good about yourself again. It's under the rug. In other words, when we allow ourselves to be honest with ourselves, we can get to the real reason why the bump is in the rug. All we hope to be and all we are looking for in life, it's under the rug. It's, listen, it's already in us. We are not a problem. Listen, you are not a problem. You are a solution. Yeah, you are a solution. <laughs> Guys, listen, there is more to you than you originally thought. There is more to you than meets the eye. They thought you were just a bump in a rug. Yeah, they thought you were just a bump. They thought you were something that was in the way. They didn't realize there was something under the rug. Listen, if we want to change what we have been having, if we want to change, if we want to see something different and what has been and what we have been expecting, if we want to see what we've been hoping, then we've got to sweep 
under the rug. Guys, it's about that Everybody that's streamed in and that's tuned in tonight. Guys, listen, join us each week right here every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to listen to the show. You can also stream your episode on the streaming platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and so many more. Guys, I got to get ready to get out of here. And as always, in parting, if you're going to tell me something, then tell me something good. I'm out of here. I got to go. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.